Hey, it's Chris Jones with The Jones Zone, and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by The Jones Zone at Keller Williams Realty. That's right. We sponsor our own podcast. So if you know of anybody looking to buy, sell, rent, or invest in residential real estate in the Charlotte, Rock Hill, Fort Mill area, have them connect with us on their favorite platform. Enjoy the show. It's Chris and Brian Jones, your real estate advocates, community connectors, talking Charlotte and York County area real estate, and interviewing business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. All right. I don't have Brian count me down. Normally he counts me down. Brian uh, isn't with us today. Brian had some uh, commitments that he couldn't get out of, but the show must go on. Today I'm here with Brittany Young. How are you doing? Hi, happy Friday. <laughs> the best day of the week, it man. It is the is best the, day of the week. Uh, how's, is Friday for an entrepreneur just any other day, or do you still feel different when it's Friday? I still feel different when it's Friday, because I can uh, pack up and leave early whenever I want to. True. Go visit. Do you work on the weekends a lot? Uh, depends, on what, depends on what I'm doing. Okay. I try not to. I try to really just relax and enjoy my weekend. Yeah. Yeah, we got we get stuck on the weekends a lot. All right, who am I talking to? Brittany Young is the founder, the CEO, and the principal consultant at Diverge HR. Diverge HR is a healthcare human resources consulting firm committed to taking patient care to the next level through integrative human resources strategies. Uh, areas of specialty include strategic HR planning, employee development programs, compensation and total rewards strategy development and HR training for anyone that's new to the medical field. Brittany, welcome to the Jones Zone. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's I've never cool. been on a podcast before. Hey, it was fun. It's, uh, we're going to get into uh, what you do and what your business consists of, and um, it'll be a lot of fun. So I gave kind of a brief introduction about who you are and what you do, but why don't you tell us a little about yourself and how you got started and and doing all the stuff that you do. Yeah, so thank you, Chris, for having me. Very excited to be here with the Jones, the Jones Zone, minus one. Yeah, I know, I know. (laughs) Yeah, so just a little bit uh, about us. Uh, Diverge HR, we are still um, in the startup phase. So I started this company back in December. So just a little bit about me. I actually moved, just moved here from the Boston area a little over a year ago. And at the time, I was working as the HR recruiter for Hospice and Palliative Care Charlotte region. So I was in charge of the entire area recruiting process from notes to bolts for our company with over 500 employees. Love the company, love the company, love the work, but I was really ready to be out on my own because I love HR. I love educating people about HR and I love helping people. I love helping companies, you know develop their own processes and programs that really align with their mission and values. And when I left my job at hospice, you know, I was kind of at a crossroads. I was like, on one hand, I was like, do I want to go and get another job so I can build my experience so I can consult down the road? Or do I just want to do it now and just build my, build my experience as I go along? Yeah. So that's exactly what I did. So I started this company because one, I got really got tired of the traditional nine to five. I was ready for some flexibility. I got tired of going through the entire hiring and interviewing process all over again. You know, even though I love the HR profession, I love what we do. I was ready for a little bit more control. 
and I wanted to pick and choose the projects that I worked on and I didn't want to have to go through the hassle of having to find a new job every time I wanted to take on a different challenge. Yeah. So that's where Diverge HR, uh, the name Diverge HR came along because I really wanted to you know, change the way the profession is viewed and change the, change, change the, way, change the way things are done. In the profession. So what does HR consulting even mean? I mean, what is that? How can I explain it? (laughs) (laughs) I think people think, like when when I hear HR, I think of people that hire you, people that fire you, and people that handle complaints amongst coworkers. I mean, so, I mean, what... What all entails in HR, and then how can someone start a business where they're an HR consultant? You know, that it's funny you should say that because I think a lot of people have that misconception about HR. People, when people think HR, all they think about is hiring, firing, paperwork, and benefits. But yeah. over the years, HR has transitioned so much more than that. I mean, we still that is still an aspect of what we do because you know paperwork is just a part. It's a part of the job, but we, over the years, the profession has really transitioned into more of a strategic business partner. So over the years, we have focused, we have gotten out of, you know, just focusing on, you know, getting people in, you know, getting people hired, you know, terminating them. But we have really transitioned into really being that partner and being a champion for employees. So over the years, we have have focused a lot more on learning and development creating a culture of learning, you know, managing, really managing performance, getting to the root causes of why people have poor performance and putting processes and programs in place to help them develop and succeed. So I think we've really transi- we're transitioning away more away from being that administrative support to really being strategic with our programs and practices. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, and like who would hire you? So it is like does someone in the C-level executive role say, boy, our HR department is just kind of struggling right now, or we feel like our HR department could use uh, a helping hand, and so they reach out to you? And, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So what usually happens, so I'm specific to the healthcare industry, so I work a lot with uh, community health centers, you know, uh, medical practices, so doctor's offices, dentist offices, places where they don't necessarily they don't necessarily have an HR department. They may just have an office manager handling the HR function. Okay. So I really work with them to really get them to see HR as a strategic partner and not just and not just the administrative task. But if there is a company like a hospital that does have an HR department, they just may be small, maybe they just have one HR manager, you know, maybe a director and a recruiter and they don't necessarily have the time or the resources that they need to really implement HR change. So they may contact me to be to really be the extra set of hands. Because sometimes, you know, even when a company does have an HR department, they can't always do it alone. So they sometimes, especially with big projects, that they can really use, that they want somebody that who's unbiased. Like what's a what would a big project be? Actually, I'll uh, give an example of uh, one that uh, I'm doing now. So a lot of companies uh, do a lot of succession planning. So let's oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So let's say a leader, let's say a leader in in a in a company is scheduled to retire in 
a couple of years. Like Dr. Johnson of Dr. Johnson's yeah. Family Medicine. Okay. Yeah. So what's going to happen to so what's going to happen to the family medicine practice? Is he going to close down, or he or is he going to train and develop another physician or someone else to take his place? And if that's the case, that's where I come in and help develop develop that employee. But I don't. But I don't just do leadership development. I also help uh, companies put together employee development programs for their for their employees. You know, identifying high potential employees and really coming up with ways to really develop it, develop them, and helping them succeed in their careers. Okay. Um, so, what are some of the day to day? I guess it kind of depends on the company's needs, yeah, right? In yeah. terms of what services you would actually provide. So, if someone reaches out to you, is there an initial consultation and then you guys kind of go from there or yeah. what does that look like yeah absolutely so um with healthcare industry i have to really i have to really be strategic about what i'm doing because not all healthcare companies are the same some focus on long-term care some may be a medical practice they're small others may be a hospital others may focus on hospice so i really try to tailor each program and each assessment to the needs of that particular that particular health so that particular yeah. segment of the healthcare industry. Do they hire you based on, uh, I mean, do they sign like a contract with you? Or do yeah. they go month to month or? Yeah, yeah, so it, so for short term, so for short term projects that are, that will only take me a couple of weeks or maybe two to three months, then I saw so put together a proposal. Oh, okay. So I just put together a proposal with all the project deliverables, you know, the timeline, confidentiality agreement, et cetera. Yeah. And I do the same and I do the same for long term projects as well. Can you elaborate a little bit more on what sparked your entrepreneurial pursuit? I mean like I think most people think of HR as like a group of three or four people in a company and you said I don't want to keep doing that anymore I want to be a consultant like what gave you the courage to to start something like that well um <laughs> well it, it's, been, it's been in my heart since the beginning since the beginning of my career so when I was in Boston I was working for a large uh, nonprofit healthcare company and when I started there in 2013 we only had about 250 employees and probably about an HR staff of about five or six. And we were growing so fast that we were literally just trying to keep up with the demand. And we were trying to just create processes as we go along. So, and by the time I left there in 2015 to move to Charlotte, we had grown to a little over 800 employees. So it was there that really put the bug in me to go into consulting because I really saw how the HR department really grew from just being administrative support trying to keep up with growth to really being that strategic partner and I saw how and I saw the impact that had on you know employee engagement as well as on the quality of patient care and I decided early on that I really want to do that on my own terms like I really wanted to help healthcare companies succeed in the way that they care for their employees by helping them invest in the way that they care for well Sorry, me reverse that. Like I really, <laughs> I really wanted, I really wanted to help companies succeed in the way that they care for their patients by helping them invest in the way that they care for their employees. Yeah. And I wanted, I really wanted to do that on my own terms. I really didn't want a boss telling me how to do that. And I love being out and meeting clients and meeting different people and learning different organizational cultures and things like that. It's funny that you say that. I think Richard Branson has a quote something similar to that where it's, he said the customer is not the most important it's the employee 
Yeah. Because happy employees will provide a better customer experience. Um, and we've all been in situations where you have like somebody miserable helping yes. you and it just makes your experience miserable. Yes, and so. how much more how much more true is that in healthcare? Oh yeah, yeah. There are all these nurses running around miserable. Yes. Is there you mentioned the growth, is there a typical ratio of how many HR employees you should have versus how many non HR employees? Like should you have one person in HR for every 30 or 40 yeah. employees? Or? Yeah, and I think, yeah, you yeah there is a ratio. I can't remember the exact number, but there is a ratio that you have to have for health care. That you have to have? Like the federal government regulates that? Yeah. You, oh, okay. Yeah, there, yeah, there is a, yeah, there is a ratio. Huh. You, there, there is a ratio that you have to have for the number of employees versus the number of uh, HR staff. Okay. Um, and one thing I want to be clear about, you're not... A recruiter you don't hire no. people you're not like a staffing agency no. you go in there now you might be able to advise someone on how to yes hire right exactly exactly so if a company needs a really strategic recruiting strategy you know how they're gonna find people what positions they're recruiting for where they're gonna hire from what the pay rates gonna be how they're gonna get onboarded then yes I will come in and help with that initial workforce uh, planning but I don't actually go out and find candidates for you my goal is to not to be an outsourcer and do all the work for you. My goal is to to help you see the value yeah. in HR. You teach them how to fish. Yes, exactly. Instead of fishing a, for them. I like to think of myself, I'm an HR educator. Okay, yeah. That's a good way to put it, actually. I'm an educator. That might be the simplest way to understand it. Yeah, I yeah. I partner with I partner with companies every step of the way. They I don't I don't I don't do it alone. It is a partnership. Okay. It's a team effort. Um, what is the best resource for hiring people for anyone that's looking to expand their company? I mean, or do you find, is it still LinkedIn or is it Indeed or does it, what yeah. do you usually recommend? Yeah, I think it depends. I, I think it depends on the industry. And uh, I think Indeed is still, I think Indeed, Indeed and LinkedIn are still the top two. But I think for, you know, healthcare companies, I'm seeing a lot of, um, healthcare related job boards pop up. Okay. Like, what does that mean? Like on chat rooms or? No, so like, um, kind of similar to Indeed. Like, for instance, there is a company called um, Health eCareers. Oh, okay. So it's where uh, companies of all different types of healthcare professions come and post what are the what clinical jobs that they may have. It's very interesting that you say that a question that immediately popped into my mind was how has HR changed? with the advances in technology and over the you know you you said you've been doing it for since what 2011 you said 2000 yeah to that wait 2013 13 so just in these five years how has the hr process changed and are you oh man that oh i'm so glad you asked that question <laughs> because <laughs> you could help people yeah, adapt i mean yes. some people they got the same hr lady for 15 yeah. 20 30 years oh my god the hr uh, hr and technology has changed so much and the use of technology in hr has made the lives of hr professionals so much easier because before, you know, we had physical, we had physical resumes, you know, we had physical paperwork, had a lot of documents and a lot of files that we had to keep up with and keeping track of every single employee and their progress manually. It is work and it's pain and it's unnecessary. But now with the use of HR technology, you know, we have everything, we have everything we need on one platform. You know, we can see what training and uh, training and development programs that 
employee employees have attendance. We can see um, their performance reviews thanks to technology. We can hire better and easier and faster thanks to technology. We can weed out uh, candidates fast a lot faster with technology yeah. now. Yeah, so it is uh, it has changed a lot and thankfully it's for the better. Yeah, no kidding. What's what's the platform that, that you guys use? Like is there What's yes, that called? me, I don't use a particular platform, so I use whatever the client has, but if they don't, but if they don't have an HR information system themselves, I highly recommend, like, I will highly recommend them implementing one, and I will walk them through, this, yeah. walk them through the stages of that. So there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of HR technology out there. Oh, I can think of so many. There's, uh, there's Workday, there's FairSale, there's HRB by ADP, there's Tilio. Mm. Life is so interesting like that, yeah. you know, because people come up with these companies and other people have no idea that it exists. Like what you just said, I was just like, I, I would have never, I would have gone the rest <laughs> of my life without knowing that that exists. And people, and people think HR is not techie. Oh, I can imagine <laughs> it is. Uh, do people, you know, it'd be funny how, technolo how technology uh, impacts the urine sample. Because most companies, especially in healthcare, you got to take a urine test to yeah. get hired. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, that's a silly question, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, who your ideal clients? You kind of talked about that. You do small to mid sized hospitals or practices, yeah, community, community health, health centers, centers, things yeah. like that. Um, you help people design and implement systems that can track clinical training, continuing ed, hiring and firing. What's the best day of the week to fire someone? If I was an HR director and I asked you that, what would you say? The best day of the week? Yeah. I, yeah, there is, there is no... It's got to be Monday, right? You can't make somebody work all week and then fire them Friday at 4.30, can you? Well... You can. Well, you can, because <laughs> at, at least they have a... Have a weekend, and they can at least yeah, they can yeah. at least collect a full week's paycheck. Oh, that's brutal, man! We've seen yeah. somebody get fired at four thirty on a yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah. There is no, <clears throat> there is no good day to fire someone. It yeah. also depends on why you're firing them. Yeah, you know that's true. I mean, if it's if 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 it's a firing versus being laid off, that's the difference. Yeah. There. What are some challenges that you have, if any, that you have to? Um, comply with HIPAA and stuff like that. Do you have to do that too as an uh, HR person? Yeah, yeah, definitely I do. That depend and it also depends on what the work that I'm doing, but I do I do have to comply with HIPAA. So no, I don't get access to any patient information or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Um I'm very big on confidentiality. How do you as a business person, how do you target your clients? Do you do direct mail marketing? Do you um calling offices directly I mean what are some of the things I you do, do I do a little bit of both and because I'm industry specific to healthcare it's actually a little bit harder to actually get in front of clients but once I once I but once I've got them in front of me they're definitely interested so I do do a lot of direct mail marketing uh, I have a brochure that outlines you know what I do I do a lot of blogging you know uh, to really establish myself as a leader in the healthcare yeah. HR industry. I also, honestly, and I also just drive around to different uh, places that I will that I'm interested in working with, and you know, asking if I can just drop off my drop off my information and just introducing myself. Is Diverge HR? Are you? Do you? Can you serve only in the Charlotte area? No. Like with the way technology is now, can you Skype oh, and yeah, conference yeah. in? And I've had I've had a client in Nairobi, Kenya. I've had a client in Chicago. I've had a client in California, and now I have a client in Vermont. 
What kind of medical office, um, and I'm being serious, what kind of medical office did you help in Kenya? Okay, Kenya, they were they were not a medical office. Okay. They, they, well, were, they were just a general nonprofit. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so they were a nonprofit. They're called the Somo Project, and they are absolutely great. So they are, so they work with um, local citizens in the area and help them develop their own businesses. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I helped them develop a performance management system. For their company very cool that's fun it was a blast yeah so but it's fun it's fun you know not limiting myself to the carolinas because that means i get to keep up the date which with different state laws so it keeps me learning jeez what kind of do you have to do any continuing education in yeah. Your field? What, yeah like what i do so actually just today i just received a scholarship through the american society for Healthcare human resources administration whoop, whoop. that's so, a mouthful yeah so i'm a <laughs> member of that great organization and they gave me a scholarship to take my exam to become certified in healthcare human resources very cool man. and i'm also a member of sherm society of human resources management so after i take this exam, I'm going to be studying for my SHRM's SCP, which is Senior Certified Professional. You got to stay up to date on your SHRM. Yes, yes. There's no doubt about yes. it. Yes, HR is always changing. The dynamics are always changing. So I'm always learning. So there's a lot of continuing ed for me. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's... I'm working on my second master's too in okay. HR. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> you have a first master's in HR? Yeah. No, my first master's is in religion because I went to seminary. Oh. Yeah. How was that? Great. I loved it. I loved it. Actually, to, after college, I decided to take three years off just to get my seminary education. It was something that I wanted to do for me, and it has served me well in my career. It definitely gave me a... You did a, it without any intention of becoming a, a yeah. priest or nope. yeah. just for knowledge yeah just for my own just for my own enrichment i really wanted to i can barely get through a book for my <laughs> own enrichment you're signing up for a three-year seminar i love I, I love academics yeah i do love academics but this is my last degree i promise my last degree <laughs> i can't afford it anymore college is crazy expensive it is crazy. nowadays are you doing the what kind of degree are you getting are you enroll are you doing it online or yeah so it? yeah i'm getting my second master's in human resources management from southern new hampshire university okay jeez it's amazing what you can do online, yes, especially seriously. opening it up to businesses and stuff. I mean, you helped somebody in Chicago and Kenya. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, awesome, man. Um, let's see. So what are some of the actual programs that you that you have? You said you, you mentioned having a brochure. I mean, when someone opens that brochure, what are they going to find? Yeah, so they are going to find... So when they first open the brochure, they find all my services... You know, what I offer, you know, whether it be performance management, compensation, employee development, and it gives them a brief overview of what those services entail and what I can do. Very cool. Yeah. Um, you've done lunch and learns. Do you, uh, are you going to schedule another one soon? I am, but I am. I think I will. Very cool. Yeah, but I need to I need to cater that to the healthcare market, and they may not be always be able to make a lunch one, so I may have to switch the times. So. That's interesting, because that is mainly... In terms of like people that would hire you, nine to fivers, right? Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. So I want to end it with something fun. You were great. Oh, thank you for having me. This was fun. My first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. One more question, actually. So, how does someone know when they need to hire an HR consultant? Like, let's say they're a small business, like you've mentioned. How do they know, jeez, we need help? Are there tall tale signs of when someone needs to bring somebody in? 
Yeah. If they've exhausted every single resource that they've had that they've had and still can't achieve the results that they need, then it's time for them to bring someone in on the outside. Basically you'll think they'll know when they know. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so let's get into the question of the day. You mentioned being from Boston. You're also from Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, born and raised in born Minnesota. Born and raised in Memphis. But lived in Boston for six years after college. Oh, jeez. But I went to now, college this, in Indiana. Where'd you go to seminary? Gordon Conwell Theological Seminary. What? Where's that? It's in Hamilton, Massachusetts. Oh, okay. So about 45 minutes north of Boston. All right, so you got Memphis and Boston ties. I want to ask you, which would you rather have? Memphis barbecue or Boston seafood? Oh, that is question that's so unfair <laughs> i'll just take them both oh that is so unfair okay you know what i'm sorry mom i'm gonna have to go with the boston seafood. oh boy i'm sorry I, I i just can't get enough of the lobster i miss it that's a tough one i think i think i would go with barbecue i think i would get sick of seafood faster than i would get sick of barbecue oh see i'm the opposite i love seafood could you eat sh- shrimp and lobster every day? I don't know about every day. But I know. But more often than uh, barbecue pepper. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, well, okay. Because the question wasn't which one would you eat every day. It's which one would you prefer to have. So you can have it, I guess, whenever you want. But if you couldn't have either or, you'd go without the barbecue. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do love, I do love my barbecue. Uh, I know, it's a tough one, man. (laughs) Oh, jeez. That was unfair. All right, well, Brittany, thank you so much. How can people get in touch with you? Yeah, so uh, you guys can reach out to me on my website at www.diverge-hr.com. And you can also email me at divergehr at gmail.com. And also feel free to follow me on social media. I am on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Sounds good. Brittany Young, thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for having me. Have a good rest of the week. You too. All right. Thanks so much for listening to the Jones Zone Podcast with Chris and Brian Jones. We'll catch you on the next episode.